Welcome to Being Eve. I'm your host, Casey Alexis, and this podcast is designed for the everyday woman who seeks to do more than just survive. You want to thrive. The goal is to inspire, empower, and encourage you as you find commonalities within my story and the stories of some extraordinary guests. Join me as we dive into this brand new episode. Before we jump into this episode, I want to add a little disclaimer. So for those of you who have been listening to Being Eve for quite some time, Y'all know I'm all about authenticity. And in this episode, I get real. You see, I now understand being Eve and the fullness thereof of its purpose and why I'm doing it and all that good stuff. So that means (laughs) things are going to be done on a higher level. Not so much with the technicalities of creating an episode but more of life-changing, higher-level episodes. You see, we are in a time that is similar to when the birth of Christ was announced. And if you all remember the story, there was a star in the sky that shined so bright, it stood out to the shepherds and the wise men. And they actually used that star to find the birthplace of Christ. So in this same similar season, the people of God, those who are called by his name, those who know Christ as his Lord and Savior, we are having to make a decision on whether we will be like that star, that we will glow so brightly that people can follow our star and find Christ in us. So with that being said, being Eve is going to be like that star. And so when you listen to this episode, the rawness and the realness of it is encouraging you to begin to follow that star so that you may come into the full knowledge thereof of who you are in Christ so that you too can begin to shine like a bright star and glow so that people in the darkness may see your great light and find Christ as well. The time of having one foot in and one foot out is over. There's a lot of stuff going on, ladies, if you've been aware and paying attention. So many of us who call ourselves Christians are playing around with new age items, stones, crystals, all types of Reiki, ancestral stuff. And listen, that has nothing to do with Christ. When you have the power of the Holy Spirit from within, You don't need any rocks, stones, or none of that stuff. All you need is the power of your tongue and the ability to decree and declare and have faith in the mighty name of Jesus, and it shall be done. 
It's time to rise up. It is time to awaken into the men and women of God that you are called to be. It is time to glow. Now, let's tune in to the brand new episode. Hey, ladies, welcome back to season three of Being Eve. Yes, it is Casey Alexis, the host of this remarkable podcast. And I'm so very glad to be with you all once again. If you didn't know, now you know I'm returning back from maternity leave. I just recently gave birth to a beautiful baby boy named Princeton, middle name Jeremiah. So blessed to have this little gift of God in my hands. He is such a cutie. If you ladies have been with me for a while, you know, I already have two daughters. So this has been just a whirlwind of just good emotions and love that I'm now taking care of this little one, this gift from God. And I could not be more happier to be a new mommy once again, but I'm also greatly excited about being with you ladies once more. It's been a minute and I'm so ecstatic about what God is doing in this season, not only in my life, but prayerfully in your life as well. Whatever season you may be in, winter, spring, summer, or fall spiritually, just know God is doing a great thing because he even takes the bad things and turn them around for our good. So regardless of what's going on, he is doing a great thing. And so I'm so excited to be with you ladies once again. It's been a minute and I just have so much to share. So let's jump right into it. So the title of this episode is called I Confess. So the word confess is something that uh, the Lord dropped in my spirit for these last couple of months. And I have seen how remarkable this word is and I have been using it. I have been declaring it. I have been confessing it. And so with that being said, I want to jump into the definition first and foremost. So the definition of the word confess is to tell or make known, right? That's the first definition. The second definition is to acknowledge sin to God or to a priest to receive the confession of the third definition to declare faith in or adherence to and the fourth definition to give evidence of. So just want to let you all know, disclaimer, I got these definitions from Merriam Webster, who's been holding it down since 1828, which is why I love this dictionary so much. So with these four definitions, it breaks down the term confess. Right. And so as God dropped that particular word in my soul, in my spirit over the last couple of months, I realized something. It was almost like uh, the scales dropped <laughs> from my eyes and off of my ears. And I have to confess something to you, ladies. So the first confession is I did not understand or know the magnitude of what God has been doing through being Eve podcast. Like when I first started the journey of podcasting, which was in hesitation because I really didn't want to do it, <laughs> my brother pushed me to do it. And he was like, no, do the podcast. And so when I started it, it was all with hesitation, right? And then it's grown into something that I've loved to do because I'm talking with some amazing women, hearing their stories and all of that good stuff. But it wasn't until I was on maternity leave that I really understood 
the magnitude of what this podcast is all about. And so I have to confess it to you ladies, because I want you to understand and realize that there are times that God is going to have you do something. There are times you're going to do something and you're not going to understand the level nor the magnitude of what you're doing. And you're just going to be doing it. And it's not until later that you'll, you'll get the revelation that, wow, Look at what God is doing. Look at the magnitude and the greatness of it. And so while I was on maternity leave, I was sitting there. I think I was listening to a message or something. And it's dropped in my heart like, Casey, wow. The Bible declares that by our testimony, right? By the word of our testimony. Let me get it out. Let me get the exact scripture out. Okay. So Revelation 12, 11 says, they triumphed over him. And this is the him that they're talking about is Satan. Okay. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. That's the new international version that says that the new living translation said, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. That's the New Living Translation. Let me read one more translation for you so that you can hear the understanding. This is the King James Bible. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. So when you hear the, when you hear, and they have defeated him, they conquered him. They overcame him. Who is the him? They're talking about the devil, the enemy, God's enemy, right? Who are they? They're talking about us, us individuals who overcome the enemy. We defeat the enemy. We conquer the enemy by the blood of the lamb, which is Christ, right? The ultimate sacrifice and by our testimony. So this dropped into my heart as I was really thinking about the podcast, thinking about, okay, coming back, remaining season three, finishing up these episodes that God let me understand the magnitude of what these episodes and this podcast is all about. I don't know who else is doing this out here, right? But what I know that I know is that being Eve is a place where we are overcoming, we are defeating We are conquering the enemy by the blood of the lamb, which is Christ, which is the head of all on on this podcast period, which is the head of myself and by the testimony. So the testimony, whose testimonies have you heard on this podcast? You've heard mine and you've heard countless women sharing their testimonies, not afraid and not ashamed to let you all know what they've gone through, what they've overcome what they've been through so that you can hear the word of their testimony and that you too can know that you can defeat the enemy, not just on your own, right? But by the blood of the lamb through Christ. So as I I don't know if all of you are, your mind is exploding right now, but it is exploding for me as I share it. I did not understand the magnitude of what this podcast was. I did not understand that this podcast literally embodies, 
embodies Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. This podcast truly encompasses that whole entire verse that we as women who are tuning in and women who share are overcoming the enemy, defeating the enemy, triumphing over the enemy, the devil, Satan, by the blood of the lamb, because every woman that shares on this podcast, the the theme throughout is their experience with Christ. Their moment where God shifted their lives because they submitted to the truth of the gospel. They took heed to his word and they began to live that thing out. So we all have heard throughout this podcast how we have triumphed over the enemy by the blood of Jesus Christ through his word and by the word of our testimony. You've been hearing our testimonies. You've been hearing women overcome through their testimony. Now, I don't know what other podcast in the world is doing this, but it's happening here on Being Eve. We are the embodiment of Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And season three has been absolutely remarkable. If you have not tuned in to the episodes where episode one, I believe of season three, where I talked about the two Queens and I talked about the difference between Vashti and Esther. And then after that, I brought on a number of Queens that were representative of that episode that discussed the difference between the Vashtis and the Esthers and how we are in a time Okay, we are living in a time where there's a number of Vashtis, right? The Vashtis are being uplifted. The Vashtis are being the ones that are put in the forefront by the world. And here are the Esthers, women of God, that's not afraid to fast, that's not afraid to pray, that's not afraid to go before places and uh, places of authority to stand firm on the truth of God's word and say, no, we're going to stand against the enemy for our loved ones. We're going to stand against the enemy for our children. We're going to stand against the enemy for our marriages. We're going to stand against the enemy from evil. And I shared that in the beginning. And then I brought these women on that shared testimonies of how they stood against the very things that were aimed to kill, steal, and destroy their lives and how they overcame and how they were able to become new, how they were able to be transformed by the blood of the lamb. And then they share their testimonies of how they were able to do that so that when you hear it, you can be stirred in your soul and in your spirit to know that the same God that did it for them can do it for you as well. I don't know if you hear the excitement in my voice. I'm excited, number one, to be back. And I'm excited to share this with you all, that this podcast being eve is not just any ordinary podcast it's an embodiment of revelations chapter 12 verse 11 it is an embodiment of the word of god being made flesh being put out there for you all ladies to hear and tune in and know that god is real and what he's done for one he can do for us all i had a guest on the podcast and she's probably the first guest that I interviewed right after the Tales of the Two Queens. And Mama D, <laughs> I call her Mama D, shared her testimony of how her at on her deathbed, her mother began to war for her. Her mother began to pray for her. Literally, she was literally 
battling death at that point in her life, if not already at that place of death, because she was battling where her blood actually became, I forget what they call it, but she was battling a sickness. And you guys can listen to that episode. It's episode, I think four or five. And Mama D shared that and how her mother warred for her. Her mother went before God boldly before the throne of grace and began to ask God to heal her, to save her life. And Mama D's alive today because of what her mother prayed and what her mother began to request from God and what her mother believed that God is a healer. There is nothing that he cannot do. So if you out here right now and you have friends who have children in the hospital, you have friends or you know a sister who is battling for her child's life, who is struggling, you need to share that episode. You need to share Mama D's episode so that she can hear the testimony of another woman of God who was alive today because the prayers of a, the righteous mother is effectual, is effectual. The prayers of the righteous mother is effective and it was able to bring her back to life. And that's why Mama D right now is a grandmama. Okay, she is a grandmother. She's a, she's a mother to her daughter, still alive and well today because of the prayers of the righteous mother that she has as effective. It was an effective prayer. And so this is why I encourage you ladies to stay tuned to being Eve, not to just, you know, listen to an episode and just like, okay, that was nice. Understand the level and the magnitude of what occurs when you take heed to somebody's testimony and you begin to take that testimony and you begin to proclaim the word of God over your life that if you could do it for Mama D, if you can do it for Sabrina, if you could do it for Shakima, if you could do it for all these women that were on being Eve before that I've heard that's relatable to my own story, if you can do it for them, surely God, you can do it for me because you don't play favorites. I want you ladies to capture it because I want you to go back to these episodes and I want you to begin to listen intently to the word of God being proclaimed in your life as these women begin to speak and they share their testimony. I had Dr. Katrina on who was a few episodes back in season three who shared how she overcame infidelity in her marriage. Some of you ladies are going through that right now. Some of you ladies have endured inf infidelity and you don't know how to heal from it. You don't know how to overcome the enemy that impacted your marriage. So here's Dr. Katrina sharing her testimony of how she over tri triumphed over the enemy, how she defeated the enemy, how she was able to take the blood of the lamb, Jesus' ultimate sacrifice that he suffered and died and was buried on the third day, rose again in fulfillment of the scripture, how she was able to take the truth of the gospel to apply it to her marriage. And now she's sharing her testimony of how she did it so that you can hear it. And that if you're in that situation today, you can overcome. You too can defeat the enemy that try to steal, kill, and destroy your marriage. Because the Bible says, right, out of the mouth of Jesus himself, he said the enemy, the devil, comes to destroy, kill, steal, and destroy. But I came to give life and life more abundantly. And so if you know Christ, if you know Jesus, you know that you have the power and the authority based on Luke chapter 10, verse 19, that says that he has given us the authority to trample over scorpions and snakes and to overcome all the power of the enemy. And that we, when we overcome all the power of the enemy, we will see and experience no harm. 
So all of these testimonies that have been compiled from season one onto season three are literally the embodiment of Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, and what God is doing and what he can also do for you. So I'm encouraging you, when you sit down and listen to these episodes, take heed. It is literally the manual. It is literally a manual of how God can overcome the enemy in your life as well. And that you don't have to be afraid because that's the biggest piece here too at the end. It says they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Some of you have amazing testimonies. Some of you have great stories of how God has transformed your life, but you are afraid to share because you are, you feel ashamed when you want to tell your story. There's an overwhelming sense of shame that envelopes you to the point where you shrink. You allow yourself to shrink. You allow your testimony to die because you don't want to share it. But let me tell you, you start listening to these episodes, you'll begin to gain the strength and the encouragement to go ahead and begin to tell people what God has done for you. These ladies are not shrinking back. I have not shrunk back. I have not withheld my story because when I share what God has done for me, he gets the glory. And so they are sharing their stories so that you may have life that you too may have life and life more abundantly as they do. So that's what I want to get off my chest. First and foremost, I had to confess that I did not understand the magnitude and the level of what God was doing on this great here podcast until that revelation was dropped in my heart. Revelation 12 verse 11, that they defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. All right. So that's that. That's the first thing I had to confess. The second thing that I wanted you ladies to understand the magnitude of confess is this. The next word, the scripture that focus on that word confess can be found in Romans chapter 10, verse nine. The word says, if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Not every one of us as believers should have that sealed in us because nine times out of 10, that's the word that pastors will say before they begin to do the altar call, right? And many of us responded to that altar call. If you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, right? Look at the word confess with your mouth, confess with your mouth. And the Bible also says that what our tongue, our mouth has the power to speak life or death. Now, what happens when we take that thing, right? Our mouth and we confess and then we add it with the belief. We believe, right? And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. What happens? You will be saved. So I sat there and began to meditate on that scripture alone. And it hit me like a tongue of bricks. As I began to meditate on that word and also meditate on the fact that the Bible says that our mouths has the power to speak life or death. So ladies, 
As you know, I'm really big about speaking life on this podcast. If you have not listened to this podcast before, you will know as you listen to old episodes, I'm really heavy into speaking life. But I did not understand at the time the magnitude of when you speak, you confess and you believe in your heart. So now I'm taking these two things and I'm putting them together. I'm like, okay, so if I confess, right? I believe in my heart. It becomes a a confession of faith. It becomes my level of belief. And when I begin to believe, right? Because believe is actually an action word. It is a verb. That means I am putting to action my belief, what I have faith in, what I am confessing, what I am professing. And so in a lot of ways, what I have been doing is changing my confession, changing my speech. Now I make sure that when I confess a thing, I also believe it. So that I begin to walk in that very thing. I begin to confess it and believe it and walk in it. I just don't say it. I just don't speak life without belief. Because it's easy to speak life, right? I'm going to have a great day. My day is going to be beautiful. But then when something happens, right? We said my day is going to be beautiful. I'm going to have a great day. But when something happens that tries to deter us from having a great day, that tries to ruin our day, do we still remain faithful to what we spoke? Do we still remain faithful to saying that I'm going to have a great day? Do we still remain faithful? A lot of times we don't. A lot of times we say a thing, we speak it and we don't meet that thing. We don't put it together with our faith. We don't put it together with belief. And so that was the key piece that I know I was missing. And so I wanted to share that with you ladies today, how powerful confession is not to just say a thing, but to profess it, to declare in faith, to give evidence of. So not only am I saying I'm going to have a great day, I am acting on it because I could believe it. I put it together with belief and therefore I'm going to move like my day is great. Even when things are happening that are trying to make my day opposite of great. I've also realized that the power of confession is to also go to my father and to acknowledge when I am not in right standing, when I'm outside of his will, when I have sinned, when I have, when I need his help to help me get out of something. There are some things in my life that I'm confessing now that I have to deal with and I have to be better about. And so I have been confessing to God, listen, God, I need your help. I need you to help me in this particular area of my life. I need you to deliver me out of this certain situation and circumstance. I cannot do it by myself. That is one of the other things that I have realized in my own life that there are moments that I have been doing things in my own strength. I have been doing spiritual things in my own strength. And what I mean by that is when God gives a word and he's like, okay, Casey, just by example, you know, this thing that you have here, let's say you have a gift. I have a gift. Here's my gift. And God is saying, now I'm going to give you the, the power and the authority to take this gift and bring it here. Now he says, I'm going to give you the power and the authority to take this gift and bring it here. But guess what I do? I now take my own strength, my humanism, and I take the gift that he's given me and trying to force it to go where he said that it's going to go. 
And I have to confess to him that I have been doing that. And I realized that recently that, wow, Casey, you have been doing a lot of things in your own strength. And guess what, ladies? I know that I know I'm not the only one. So I'm sharing it here on the podcast. What have you been doing in your life in your own strength? What do you need to confess to God about that you have been doing in your own strength? That you, that he told you specifically, I'm going to give you this and I need you to build this but you have been building that thing in your own strength. Like, let's look at the scriptures, for for example. What if Noah, as he gave Noah the declaration here, listen, I need you to build this ark and this size, this land, this, this whatever. And then Noah started to build this stuff by his own will and basically going out and getting his own tools and resources. If you know the word, you know that God provided everything that Noah needed in order to build that ark. Right. He told Noah's size. He told Noah everything. He gave Noah specifics. But what if Noah just took the word and just ran and did everything on his own, even try to grab the animals on his own? If you know the word, you know, the animals began to show up to Noah two by two. What if Noah ran out and started to look for all the animals two by two? Would he been able to do it? Would he have been able to grab all the animals that existed in order to bring them into the ark? No. So I had to confess that's what I had been doing. I had, I have been literally going out and taking what God shared with me and trying to com- accomplish that very thing in my own strength. And then I'm sitting back and realizing, wow, I'm exhausted. Wow, I'm tired. Wow, why is this not coming out the way that I hoped? Why is this not going the way that I thought it was supposed to go? And I just sit back and realize, wow, Casey, you've been doing that thing in your own strength. You literally taking the word of God and trying to apply your human ability to something that he gave you that is supernatural, something that he gave you that is outside of your physicality. And that's why you're exhausted. That's why you are out of breath. That's why you don't have everything to put together because you went ahead of him. And so often, ladies, as women, we do that. And if you want a good example of that, look at Eve. Look at Sarah. These two women, Eve as an example, right? She was already at in the made in the image and the likeness of God. And if you read being even in Adam's world, I do a lengthy breakdown of how she went ahead right? And she believed the serpent because he was able to play in her thoughts and her mind about God actually leaving her out of something. And then she be, ate the fruit because she didn't realize that she was already what everything the enemy was describing to her. Sarah, God gave Sarah a promise. Sarah was told that she's going to give birth to a son. Abraham and Sarah together was going to have many children, right? They were going to have generations upon generations, so large they could not count. God gave Abraham an example of the stars and the sand as to give him an idea of how many family members and children he was going to have. So he promised them a son. Instead of Sarah waiting for God's word to be manifested, right? She went out in her own humanism, in her own strength, and came up with this wild idea for Abraham to sleep with her servant. And Haggai, if you know the story, gave birth to Ishmael, which now is continuously to this day. There's a war between the two in regards to the promise and the birth of Ishmael. 
right? And we know that she went out and did this on her own strength. And because of that, there's now a war between the two, right? There's now friction between the Ishmaels, the Ishmaelites and the children of Israel. That's friction is still there. It is still among us to this day. If you look in the Middle East, it is still among us to this day. And so I want you ladies to realize that there is a difference between doing something in your own strength and doing something when God has called you to do it. He's going to give you the necessary resources, the plan, the specifics. You don't need to go ahead of him to get it done because when you try to do that, it's not going to come out the way that you desire it. So yes, I had been doing that and I had to confess to that and I had to declare it to him and I had to tell him, Father, help me in this area because so often we live in a world that, you know, if you're not doing, you're failing. If you're not doing, you must not be living. And so I was like, Lord, let me rely on you for everything. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to be a good mother. Literally, this is what I'm confessing to him. I don't know how to be a good wife. I don't know how to be a good woman. If it's not for you, Father, how can I do? And so I began to rely on him and truly submit my whole entire being to him. And it's still a progress. I'm still in it to this very day. It's a process of relinquishing control and saying to him, I don't know how. Help me. Help me in the area of motherhood. Help me in the area of womanhood. You called me to be a woman. Help me every day to be a better woman. Help me every day to understand the nature that you've given me since the beginning of time. To walk in that thing. Not to be, you know, so consumed by how the world defines womanhood. But to stand in the truth of the gospel of what womanhood truly is. Help me, God, to be the woman that you've created and called me to be so that I can be that mother. I can be that wife. I can be the woman that walks in my purpose and my calling and all the things that you've created and called me to be. And so I had to confess these things to him. And I'm sharing it here with you ladies, because I'm sure that some of you are out there right now battling that God has told you something. He's given you a promise. He shared something with you and you here you are in your own strength, trying to make that very thing happen. And I want to tell you to relinquish the control, give it to God. If he gave you the word for it, he will supply all your needs for it. He just needs you to be in that place in that specific time in order to get it done. There's going to be work required, but he'll give you it. He'll tell you what to do. There's going to be things that you need, the tools you need, but he'll give you the tools and then you can start building, right? Stop trying to create the tools yourself and you don't necessarily understand the magnitude of what he's trying to do. And so ladies, I encourage you to use the word confess in a variety of ways. Number one, confess your sins to God. Let him know where you need help. Let him know where you are struggling. Stop trying to be perfect. Stop trying to be strong. Let him help you. That's what the blood of Jesus did for us on Calvary. It was there. It was given to support us in our growth so that we can become the men and women he desired for us to be. Jesus sacrificed his ultimate sacrifice made way for us so that we may be able to have a relationship with the father once again. 
receive that support, receive what God has done, the ultimate sacrifice, receive it and stop trying to do things on your own. The other thing is to begin to declare your faith, begin to speak life over yourself in confession and believe it in your heart that you are who God says you are. That means when I speak it, I confess it, I begin to walk in it. Stop just saying the affirmations of scripture over your life without actually believing it so that you can walk in it. Because if you're just saying it, it's just like, you know, putting a, a lipstick on a pig. You're not actually doing anything. You're just saying it. But if you put it together with your belief, you will begin to walk in that very thing. So I encourage you to begin to say it, believe it, act on it. The other thing that I want you to understand and begin to declare over yourself is the evidence of. So when you confess the word of God, right, and you sharing your testimony, that is the evidence of his mighty work in your life. That is the Romans chapter 12, verse 11, right, is us sharing what God has done. It is giving great evidence to what he has done in our lives. And we are able to overcome the enemy when we do this. We are able to pull people out of darkness into light when we do this. So don't be ashamed to share your evidence. Don't be afraid to share your testimony with others. It is truly a life-saving tool that God has given you to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. That is the great commission. And when we don't tell people what he has done, when we don't confess it, guess what? We're holding back the story. We're holding back the testimony. We are holding back the great story that God has given us to share, to pull people out of darkness. And so ladies, I encourage you to listen to season three with an open ears, open heart to receive the truth of God's word from the lives of these women, from my story and begin to confess that what God has done for them, he can do for you. He has not forgotten about you. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. What he's done for one, he can do for all, but you have to believe it. You have to begin to confess that thing over your life and believe it and then begin to walk in it. All right. So ladies, I confess this episode is a life-changing episode and these episodes on season three are absolutely life-changing if you take heed to it. A matter of fact, season one and two as well. Those women who share their stories truly have come from a place that the enemy tried to kill, steal, and destroy who they were supposed to be. But thankfully, they had interactions with Christ that brought them to the truth of the gospel that they are now able to walk in freedom they are now able to be everything that God has designed and created them to be. So ladies, tune in, stay connected, be blessed. Talk to you all soon. Well, ladies, thank you for tuning in. I hope this episode blessed you as much as it did me. Before we depart, a quick reminder to head on over to the show notes where you will find all the info to keep in contact with being Eve and to learn more about our guests. Make sure to let them know being Eve sent you. Last but certainly not least, ladies, don't forget to review, share, and subscribe. This is your opportunity to let the whole world know where we gather for absolutely free. 
As always, ladies, please continue to love, live, and thrive without losing the authentic you.